my beautiful souls, welcome to Humanity Feels. I'm your host, Yasmin Elzamore. This is a space where healing and conscious conversations happen and where controversy meets compassion. Join me on this journey as I dive into the underworld of relationships, sex, spirituality, mental health, and all the things that make us human. You'll also hear stories and practical advice from some of the most powerful coaches, leaders, truth seekers, and spiritual entrepreneurs in the game. With every episode, my mission is to empower you, help you shatter limitations that don't serve you, and inspire you to evolve and expand your mind. So let's heal, break patterns, shift paradigms, challenge the status quo, and rise together. Hi, my lovely humans. So I was doing some reflecting earlier, you guys, as I always am. (laughs) Nothing new here. And I wanted to do a quick solo episode on the dangers of toxic positivity. I was like coming to this conclusion earlier, like I was doing some journaling and I was coming to the conclusion of how much I myself have changed in the sense that I no longer bypass my own emotions, my own emotional states, my own like challenges, my own situations. And I consider myself to be someone who's pretty optimistic. I am a very positive person, very happy-go-lucky. Um, I'm very outgoing. I'm, very, I'm always looking for the silver lining. For those of you who know me know that I'm someone who's very expansive in the sense that I'm always searching for more. I'm always looking out for more opportunities. Um, and I have a lot of hope, right? I have a lot of hope and a lot of faith in myself in my own journey, in other people, you know, and I realized how I used to, this was, this was something I used to do all the time, like, my middle name was bypass, (laughs) like, I would always look past my own stuff, my own challenges, my own emotions, and I never wanted to admit or even sit with the fact that I was angry or upset about something or sad or grieving something and I was like thinking about that earlier and I'm like oh my god you know I've come a very long way in the last year or so really the last couple years but more so the last year I've allowed myself to sit with my own emotions so much more with the intensity of my emotions because I I am a very intense person and I tend to feel things very deeply and very intensely. And it's something I used to run away from constantly, constantly. Like if I felt anger, oh my God, I could not feel it. Or if I felt grief or sadness, I could not feel that. That would make me feel like a negative Nancy, like what's wrong with me? I should be feeling happy. I should be feeling okay. Um, Why am I feeling this way? And I would overanalyze and over justify why I'm feeling what I'm feeling rather than just feeling it literally rather than just feeling it and I had a conversation with my therapist I think it was last week um, which is what led me to do this reflection so if she's listening to this I love her and I just shout out to her (laughs) if she does listen to this but um, you know she was talking about how when I first started doing therapy with her I was very avoidant. I was so avoidant of my own emotions, you know, and I was like struggling with a lot of anxiety when I first started working with her. And, you know, she would tell me, she would be like, I want you to say, I feel anxious. Can you say that? 
and I would deny it. I'd be like, well, I mean, I don't always feel anxious or I would like justify it. I would find a way to justify it or like, you know, walk around it, beat around the bush rather than saying, yep, I feel this emotion or I am feeling this way, you know? And I wouldn't tap into that. I just would not tap into that. It was so scary for me to say how I felt. And she would like, you know, she would laugh because she was obviously seeing how avoidant I am (laughs) and how afraid I am of like sitting with myself and admitting to myself that I am like going through something, right? And, you know, last week on our session, I was feeling an emotion and I like was telling her about how I was feeling. I shared it with her. And she was like, what a difference. What a massive difference. And then I looked at her, I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, you've changed so much in the sense that you admit to yourself now and you accept your emotions. You don't push them away. You don't try to bypass. You don't even try to justify them. You, you literally just told me I'm feeling sad, you know, and... I was like, oh my God, you're right. I didn't even realize that, you know, I've, I've done a lot of inner growth in the last couple of years and I didn't even realize that, I was, that I'm finally in a place where I feel comfortable enough sharing my emotional state with people and letting people know like, yeah, this is how I feel. I don't have to try to fix it. I don't have to try to change it. I don't have to try to justify it or do anything with that emotion. All I have to do is feel it and accept it, you know, and then I move through it. And then I find a way to, you know, alchemize it and move through it in whatever way feels comfortable with for me, right? And um, I was like, you know, kind of in shock because I didn't even realize when she pointed that out to me. And I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. Like, I, I didn't even realize that I, you know, felt so comfortable sharing how I feel. And she's like, yeah, I mean, that's growth, right? Like, when we when we find comfort and acceptance in, in how we feel, we take our power back. And I didn't realize how detached from my power I was. And this is obviously like childhood wounding coming up to the surface, right? Of you can't feel things, right? Like as a kid, I didn't feel safe to feel things because my emotions were so intense. And, um, you know, I had a family that wasn't very in tune with their emotions, they're lovely, amazing people. I love my family. I, I would die for them. But the reality is that I was a very sensitive kid. I was highly, highly sensitive. And they didn't know how to you know manage that or how to handle that. They didn't understand me to that extent. And that's not anyone's fault, right? Like, it just is what it is. But um, the great part is that now there's so much more consciousness and awareness around that. So parents can do better now, right? Like future generations are going to be a lot healthier, at least I hope so, because there's there's so many tools out there for us to finally learn about ourselves, to finally sit with ourselves, um, to finally not escape who we are, right? And what we came here to do and all that, all that good stuff. So, um, so yeah, circling back to that, I, I grew up feeling um quite detached from my emotions for that reason right because I was too sensitive I was too much I was too intense I was too something it was always my emotions were always too fill in the blank right and I felt that I would feel that deeply like oh I I'm too much I'm a lot to handle I'd like people don't want to be around me or people don't understand me right it's as simple as that like I feel so misunderstood by my own family and my own friends So in order to, you know, deal with it, what I would do is completely detach from my emotional, emotional state. 
and I would just bypass, right? So I spent many years bypassing and, you know, being very aloof and distant and cold. And I spent my high school years completely detached from all emotion, thought it was cool to not feel anything. I thought it was like cool to be the cool girl, right? In my romantic relationships, I was always the cool girl. I was always like, yeah, nothing bothers me. I'm good. Everything's fine. It's all good, right? That cool girl, cool guy mentality where you don't want to let your partner know something's bothering you because you don't want to come off as clingy, insecure, needy, jealous, whatever, fill in the blank, right? And it got to a point where it was too much, right? I was, I was now repressing and hiding parts of myself in my relationships, in my friendships, in my closest bonds. And that's unfair to the people around me too. It's unfair to myself first and foremost. And then it's unfair to my loved ones to not to have them so um, blinded to who I truly was, right? Because they didn't really see the real me. They couldn't. How could they see the real me if I was like, you know, hiding from myself and I wasn't really admitting how I was feeling or what I was going through, right? Which ties back to, you know, the vulnerability wound that I, um, I, I, I'm trying to heal and I'm, I work on every single day, right? It's something that I, that's an ongoing journey. You don't just heal your wounds, especially your childhood wounds from one moment to the next. It really is a process and it requires patience and tenacity and um, acceptance, right? Just the ability to be with yourself um, and to not be judgmental towards yourself and to be loving and caring and easy on yourself through this process that you go through. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm, I share this and I share this story <clears throat> with you guys because I want to make it clear about how it's important, about how important it is to, uh, to face yourself, right? To sit with your feelings, to sit with, you know, the uncomfortable emotions, specifically grief. That's a big one that I've noticed in my own life. I, I didn't really sit with, right? I felt super uncomfortable with grief. Um, with my breakups, I never really grieved, to be quite honest. You know, I like would distract myself. I would move on quickly. I would find myself in another relationship shortly after. I wouldn't give myself time to feel. Uh, and how unfair is that to the next person, right? You're bringing in your baggage to someone else and you're not healing and you don't even know yourself. You don't even know what you want. You're completely disconnected from yourself and what you're feeling. And then you bring that to another partner. Like that's quite unfair. In, in my opinion, that's pretty unfair. And it's unfair to you as well, right? Like give yourself space and time to grieve and to be with yourself, to love yourself, to nurture yourself and to know what it is that this version of you needs. But God, no, that was just not <laughs> not in my plan whatsoever back in the day. Like I would completely distance myself from all my emotions and I would jump to the next relationship. Like nothing happened, right? Same with friendships. If I ever had like a friendship fallout, um, I wouldn't even bother grieving my friends. I would just be like, all right, whatever, next, right? Like someone else can come and replace another that friendship. And yes, while that is true, that it is what it is, we have to accept that, you know, friends and relationships end and, you know, friends fall out and, you know, you have fallouts. This is, this is part of life, right? And people come in and out of your life and you have to accept that that's just the reality. 
you also need to allow yourself to feel. If you're feeling sad about it or you're feeling sad about the breakup or the fallout, you need to feel into that, right? You need to allow yourself to feel. You need to release the emotion that's, that's, that, that's wanting to come out because emotion is, is always wanting to come out. And sometimes it comes out in ways that can be pretty uncomfortable, like a physical ailment or a physical illness of some sort um, or even mental illness, right? Like emotions get trapped in the body. The body keeps the score. And if we don't honor that and we don't face it and if we don't sit with it, it's only going to get worse. It's only going to catch up with us. It doesn't get better. It never gets better. Trust me, guys. <laughs> it catches up. <laughs> I, to be honest, guys, I'm convinced that my dark nights of the soul <laughs> are a culmination of all the grief that I didn't feel <laughs> for so many years. And what happens is it all comes out at once. Like, I really am convinced that that's, at least for me in my journey in my life, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, I'm kind of like, yikes, you know what I mean? Like, is this why I go through these insane, you know, dark nights of the soul and these inner transformations and so much turmoil and inner emotion? Like, is this the reason why? Is it because I haven't like properly grieved or I haven't properly felt what I needed to feel? And I just repress everything for so many years. And that's just like bubbling up to the surface until it comes out until I like hit rock, emotional rock bottom and I have no choice but to feel it right because that's what my dark nights feel like they feel like rock bottom I don't have a choice you need to face it now right like this is literally what it feels like and it feels like hell every single time <laughs> I'm not even gonna try to <laughs> sugarcoat that one um do you feel empowered after absolutely right because true power comes from being disempowered uh, you will never know what it means to be powerful until you passed through disempowerment, right? And this is just, I feel this is a fact. It has been a fact for me in my life. And I know many people that have shared that same sentiment, you know? So um, it's just, it's really crazy to even think about that. And I'm sitting here like, oh my God, that these dark nights could be a culmination of like, all the emotion that I chose to not feel into, that I chose to repress for so long. And, uh, you know, maybe that could be avoided, right? These emotional rock bottoms could be avoided if we allow ourselves to feel on a daily basis. If instead we can have more balance in our emotions and find a little bit more neutrality. And the moment that we feel an emotion, let it out, right? Don't be afraid to step into that. Don't be afraid to feel the grief or feel the sadness or feel the anger or feel the jealousy or whatever it is that's coming up for you in that moment. You know, tap in, let it out, let it free, set it free, set yourself free and um, don't bypass your experience, right? It's valid. It's valid. Your experience is valid. And that's something that I've had to tell myself and remind myself, you know, like, don't bypass your emotions. It's completely valid what you're feeling. You know, it, people might not understand it. And that's fine. It's not for people to understand, but it's for you to understand. And it's for you to feel. And it's for you to learn something out of that, right? Again, with, the, you know, thinking about finding a silver lining, which is important, you know, obviously, positivity and optimism is very important. It's important that we infuse that in our day to day life. So we can make it through <laughs> this, this crazy um, experience that we all are living out. Because <laughs> this human experience is not easy, guys. It is not fun all the time. There are fun moments. And absolutely, we can infuse fun in, in the journey. 
But it's not always simple. It's not always easy. We do come across challenge. We do come across adversity. Again, this is reality. This is truth. Um, But it really is up to us to know how to move through these challenges, right? To have that balance. And I like to call it constructive optimism. You know, it's like not being unrealistically optimistic. That's not good because now we're floating in the air and we're not even we're not even grounded in reality and we're delusional, right? This is also unhealthy. This is also not good. And we have to be real with ourselves. We have to be true to ourselves. We can't be delusional either, you know? I mean, it might it's fun to be delusional because it it's an escape from day-to-day life, which day-to-day life can be very overwhelming. So I I I understand why people would want to be delusional, but ultimately that doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve anyone, right? So it's good to to have that level of optimism, but to take it to to that extent makes you very ungrounded, right? And then it's also not good to be on the other side of the spectrum, super pessimistic, right? We need to find, again, that balance between the two. And I love calling it constructive optimism, right? Being able to find silver linings, being able to accept our challenges and hardships and to not let it drown us, right? But to also accept that, yeah, this situation is really shitty. I do not feel happy about it. I'm not thrilled about the situation that I'm going through. But I will get through it. And I will challenge myself to get through it, right? And this is growth mindset. This is what it means to have a growth mindset. And in order for us to get through life and to feel that empowerment within ourselves, we need to have that growth mindset. And we need to be able to feel that sense of stability within ourselves because nobody gives that to us and we no one's going to save us and no one's going to do it for us you know like we need to be the ones to do that for ourselves Um, which is what we're seeing a lot in the world right now right guys like there's (laughs) so much destruction that we're seeing on one side on the other side we're also seeing empowerment we're also seeing the truth of how powerful we really are And how we can save ourselves. And that's not to say that, you know, guidance and other people aren't needed or aren't important. Of course they are, right? We need each other. We need other humans, of course. Uh, Human connection is, is a basic necessity for every single person. But ultimately, you're here to save yourself and you're here to figure it out on your own, right? You're here to figure out your own journey, your own path, and to find that sense of self, find that sense of stability. Um, and yeah, just like find a way to to get through challenging moments and not through toxic positivity, but through constructive optimism, right? Being able to accept where, again, where you are in your journey and um, to not let it get you down, right? And to just remember your power, remember that you can make it through any challenging situation that gets thrown your way no matter what it is, but you can make it through and you will make it through, you know, you need the right tools and you need to be able to, you know, learn to manage your emotional state and obviously do the shadow work, do the inner work and make that makes you so much stronger. I guarantee you doing the inner work is like the golden ticket, seriously. And like really doing the work because everyone throws that term around now. And I, I notice it. I'm like, uh, a lot of people are not really doing the work. They're just not. And you can tell, right? You can tell genuinely when people are putting in work, when people are changing, when they're transforming. You could see it. 
in others, you know, versus people who are just saying that out of their asses, truly. Um, and then, you know, not actually, not actually following through with the action, right? It's important that we do follow through because it is felt. The work is felt and others can see it. Others can feel it. Um, it's, it's all energy based. People could feel the shift in your energy. People could see the transformation within you. And, um, you know, that's something that is very powerful and you will feel very empowered being in that, in that space. So anyways, guys, yeah, I just kind of wanted to go on a little rant about that. I felt inspired to do that. It's important that we remember, you know, that um, we need to validate our our experience and um, to not bypass our own experience and also to be careful to not bypass other people's experiences, right? Sometimes we we bypass people's experiences without realizing that we're doing it and we're being insensitive to someone else. You know, we're like, oh, just calm down. Oh, just cheer up. And I get it. It's not coming from a malicious place. I know that, you know, I've, I, I do it still sometimes. I don't, I don't realize that I do it to my loved ones, but I do it sometimes, you know, where I bypass their experience or I'm like, oh, it just, everything's happening for a reason. You know, like phrases like that can come off a little bit bypassy. Um, but of course, it's not coming from a malicious place. There's no malicious intent behind it, but it's good to be, you know, aware of how we're coming across to people and validating how they feel. And instead of like, you know, forcing them or like encouraging them to escape themselves or their emotions or to distract themselves, we encourage them to feel. We encourage them to sit with whatever's coming up, right? And as we should be doing for ourselves too, encouraging ourselves to feel rather than picking up the phone and scrolling on Instagram when we're feeling an emotion, sit with it instead, right? Take like five to 10 minutes to sit with what you're feeling, journal it out, cry it out, right? If you have a punching bag, punch it out. (laughs) If you're angry, um, you know, do, do a workout, exercise, you know, do something that releases this energy. You know, some people will draw, some people will become more creative to, to let emotions flow, whatever floats your boat, anything works as long as it's not something, you know, that's unhealthy an unhealthy coping mechanism, you know, that's not good, like alcohol and, you know, binge eating and scrolling on Instagram and stuff like that, when we know that we shouldn't be doing that, when we're doing it to numb ourselves, right? So again, catching ourselves in the act and changing the way we respond to our emotions is super important. We're human, we're gonna fuck up, we're gonna make mistakes, Um, we're going to want to distract ourselves. This is very normal. I still catch myself doing that when I'm feeling an emotion. I'm like, yep, I'm going to scroll mindlessly (laughs) and completely forget about what I'm feeling. And I know that what I'm doing is wrong though, you know? So what I do is I put down the phone and then I challenge myself to sit with whatever's coming up. And then once I feel into it and I cry or I release in whatever way feels right to me in the moment, I'm okay again, you know? And I get back on my feet and I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I felt what I needed to feel. All is good. Let me let this pass, you know, and let me not tie a story to this or a narrative to this. Let me just feel into it. Let me not justify why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. Let me not overanalyze it, you know, and try to think about why is this coming up? You know, it's just, you can analyze it after. Feel it first. Analyze after. At least that's what works for me. So anyways, guys, um, that's my little rant. Thank you all for listening, and I will catch you in the next episode.
I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with someone you love and don't forget to subscribe. If you're interested in working with me, find me on www.yasminelzamore.com and make sure to also follow me on Instagram at yasminelzamore for some daily inspiration. Love always, humanity feels. Thank you.